Yo, what up? What up? What up? You're listening to the Caterway Podcast. Let's do it. Constantly think to do evil. 
their mind is that the first thing that I want to do is cause harm to somebody. And why, why, why is my first thought to try to harm someone? Why do I want to do that? That doesn't make sense. And obviously my theory, it comes from that sin nature. It comes from that fallen nature. It is what it is. And so this sin nature is going to cause us to operate in a fallen state. But in, in the way that people act around us when we cannot control that environment also pushes us into more fear. And so we, we, we kind of start becoming like a recluse at times because of what other people are doing. But we still have to step out there. We still have to step forward with the understanding, with the cognition that there are people out here that do this and that. And this is how I will protect myself from that. But I'm still going to live my life in the intent, in the way that I know I should be living my life. And I don't mean that to say that, again, let me put another caveat. I'm not saying that you should be irresponsible with your decision making. I'm not saying that, oh, I'm going to go out here and I'm just going to stand in the middle of the street and whatever. Hope You know, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, you know, you want to make good decisions. This is under the assumption that you're making good decisions. Anyway. So I'm originally supposed to be operating in confidence, but because of my fallen state, I'm operating in a very negative way and I'm encountering things in a very negative way. I have to consciously and subconsciously check what's going through my mind, check what's filtering through my mind, because in my conscious, in my conscious mind, I'm thinking uh, I might be watching TV, but in my subconscious that's flowing through that. I might be thinking negative thoughts about the TV and when my, my subconscious or about what I'm watching or whatever, and it's connecting me, what I'm watching is connecting me to a terrible or a bad experience. And I'm really relating to that. And, I, and, and as I continue to think about that uh, in my subconscious, uh, my body begins to tense up. I begin to tense up and I begin to get angry and angry and angry and more upset. Um, and that elevates that subconscious thought that I'm experiencing in a very passive way, elevates to my conscience or uh, elevates to my conscious. And now I'm actively thinking about that. I'm no longer watching TV. The TV is just on. I don't remember what's, I don't understand or remember what's going on in the episode. I'm just now thinking about this thing. And I may even have to, I noticed in the background that the TV is going. So I pause the TV just to think about this thing. And we have to get control of that. We have to align our subconscious and our, con and our conscious to converge, right? On the same thing, on the same point. To where if there is a subconscious feeling of fear flowing through us, flowing through us, if we know that there's a big meeting with a VC coming up uh, and we're, we're questioning how we're going to do if there's a big meeting with an agent coming up and we're questioning how we're going to do or a big meeting for a brand partnership or or, or what have you, whatever's coming up, we're, we're, we're getting ready. We're trying to get accepted into the, the school of our dreams and so on and so forth. And our body subconsciously is hyping us up. You know, it's hyping us up to be like, oh, if you don't get this, if this doesn't go through, if it doesn't happen, then everything is going to crash down. Down, your entire life is going it, to, it, it's not going to be how you want it. Nothing's going to be the same. It's not going to be in all that nonsense. That's nonsense. It's not. Man, let me tell you something, man. I have three master's degrees and people still, and, and, and I've done things, you know, I have three master's degrees and I've done things um, that I feel like, or what people have told me would position me into uh the upper echelon of things, right? Or it will give you the best opportunity. But man, I remember having conversations with uh, friends and close associates that say, man, sometimes it just don't, sometimes it just doesn't work out that way. It just doesn't. And that's true because sometimes I apply for things and people say things like, oh, you know, um, your qualifications need to be higher. Higher than what? Higher than who? At this point, who am I competing with? Who would be competing with me? I've done it all. And I look at the resumes of other people and I'm like, yeah, I'm no disrespect, but I've done all that and I've done more. Maybe I don't have this or maybe I don't have that. But are you saying that outweighs this over here? 
because I may not have 100% that, but I got like 95 or I got like 90, 95. I got nine. But you're saying that additional 5% is going to outweigh all of this I got over here. You see what I'm saying? Bro, you cannot take that to heart all the time. Use it to motivate your decisions. Use it to uh, plan on how you're going to move, right? But you cannot let that be used as some sort of sense of failure just because, you know, oh man, what if what if I do all this and and I don't receive what I'm expecting? There's other avenues. I cannot stress that enough. People say, oh, if you don't work with me, you'll never work with everybody else, anybody else in the industry. Okay, 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 okay. I'll take that, I'll take that, I'll take that. Bible talks about a time when, because things can change in an instant. Bible talks about a time where I think it was uh, Joseph. Joseph, uh, he goes to Egypt and um, finds favor, loses favor because of people lying on him and regains that favor for a time. Over time, Joseph passes away. Uh, he leaves, uh, He they pass away. Uh, Joseph passes away and um, a new generation comes up. A new Pharaoh comes up. And that Pharaoh, for whatever reason, didn't like the children of Israel anymore. So um, he, and, and really, like we're talking about, his decision was motivated on fear. Oh, what if they get too big? What if the nation gets too big? They're more they're, they're more numerous than us. So what if they get too big and they didn't turn around and decide that they want to overtake us and take our nation from us? Why are you saying that? Are you saying that because we've shown a propensity to do that? Or are you saying that because that's something that you would do? Because let me tell you something. People are good at putting their fears and their insecurities and their, um, what's the word I'm trying to find? Trifling. Trifling ways. They're good at putting their trifling ways off on you because, like we talked about, born in sin and shaping in iniquity and the environment that I'm born into, if you were born into, like, if you were born into a trifling family, it, not, it does not matter how much money you have. If you were born into a trifling family, then guess what? Don't matter how much money you have, you're going to be trifling. Unless you make a conscious effort or a conscious decision to step outside of that and you see it because you, you're going to see it. It's just your decision whether or not I want to continue to yield and I want to continue to bend into this trifling behavior. And so Pharaoh rose up into this and he, he said this very trifling thing. He said, man, what if they, you know, to him, it was a very real thought. What if they continue to grow and they try to overtake us? When the children of Israel could have just been thinking like, man, I love it here. This is my home. We have a great relationship with the Egyptians. Uh, everything's fine. That's what they're thinking. But because this brother, like, because this brother rose up in a trifling family or rose up in trifling situations or scenarios, he off put that on them and made a decision to be more oppressive and try to assert more dominance, right? And that's the bias that you have to deal with. That's the bias that you have to go through sometimes. You have to learn how to navigate people's insecurities. You have to learn how to continue to do what you're doing in spite of insecure people, in spite of people's negativity, because sometimes the most negative people are the loudest. You'll try to go to do something and I'll be like, oh, absolutely not. That can't work because of this, 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 and this. Okay, now that we know that there are those barriers and there are those problems, what can we do to overcome that? Man, my dad used to, my dad says, my dad used to say uh, when we were growing up all the time, I get it, I get it. That you're, you're giving me problems, but you're not giving me solutions. What's the solution? How are we going to overcome this? How are we going to step outside of this? Right? Because there's always a solution. There's always a way to go from one step. And sometimes it's like this, we're, we're facing, we don't say the solution. We know there's a solution, but we don't say the solution because the solution is not what we want. 
But sometimes you just have to step out into that solution to see another solution, to get to the next solution. And you're like, oh, this actually worked out better than I thought. Didn't want to live in Arizona because I really want to go straight to California. But you know what? I might have to live in Arizona because maybe I don't I don't know the prices in Arizona. Guys, don't don't quote me on this. But maybe Arizona is cheaper. Huh? Maybe it's cheaper to live in Arizona, but I have to commute for two years. That means I got to get up. I got to try to bump in with friends and stuff like that if I can't drive back overnight. But I'm living in Arizona. I'm keeping my place in Arizona. I'm keeping whatever in Arizona until I can find the place in California. Because ultimately, I want to be in California. And this decision gets me to the next decision, then to the next. And I say, you know what? This ain't so bad. You know what? Maybe I can see things different. This is, and it, as you grow, as you iteratively grow, it's going to change how you view things. It's going to change that process. Because if I can move from here to here, I didn't want to be in Arizona, but you know what? This ain't so bad. What happens if this is the case? And uh, Coach Mike told me the other day, I was in a life coaching session with him, and he said, you know what? What if what if we do this? What if we do that? And, and this is the outcome. What's that going to mean for you? We don't do enough time focusing and thinking about what the outcome would mean and then strategizing around the outcome because we want the first thing to work, but we don't think about, okay, what if plan A doesn't work? How are we going to get to plan B? And we say, man, I don't want to, you know, I, I had to travel. That's that, that becomes part of your story. I had to travel. I didn't want to travel to L.A. for two years. I wanted to be in the mix of things. But the way it worked out, the way my financial situation worked out is I had to travel to L.A. for two years until I got my big break. I had to bum with friends for two years until I got my big break. Right. And I talked about on the last on the last podcast, Dying Daily, being intentional about what you do. You don't have to network and talk with everybody, but you do need to start iteratively knowing what you like. What do I like? What do I want? What works for me? What's best for me? You have to understand that and start, when you make your decision, start using that. In your, be cognizant of that. What, what, what don't I like? Who don't I work well with? And now, when I make decisions, I don't push that conversation any further. Whereas when I was younger, I would push that conversation a lot more. And I would say, oh, absolutely, you never, and that's true, you never know. So you don't want to burn bridges. And I mean that. You do not want to burn bridges if you don't have to, because you never know. However, I don't pour as much in the, into those relationships and I pour more into relationships that I think will benefit me the most or that are going more toward the path that I'm trying to or that are most aligned with the path that I'm trying to get to. But I still have some things, some outliers over here and there, so on and so forth. And so I want to wrap this up by saying that, again, emphasizing the point that we have to understand that not only does this fear nature sort of cause us to think negatively and it puts us in this because it's a lowered state of thinking and our our first thought is not to do good our first thought is to be negative about something it's our first thought is to tear somebody down we have to be cognizant and and and, and not only is it to tear someone else down a lot of times our first thought is to tear ourselves down and, and tell ourselves everything that we're not doing right and everything that we're not doing well so on and so forth there's nothing wrong with internalizing okay i made a mistake here i made a mistake here but mistakes are not the end of the world right and so we cannot allow this sort of fear to become our oppression, to become our oppressed mindset, because fear, if you allow it to, will oppress you and it will restrict you and it will chain you to where you cannot make the decision that you need to be making. And so you live your life in this self, this self-imposed prison because you are afraid to move forward in what you know. A lot of times we know what we're supposed to be doing. 
but we're not moving forward with that. We have these ideas and we're not moving forward with, with that because we're afraid to get the feedback. We're afraid that people won't like it. We're afraid that um, it's not going to come out like we wanted it. But I'm going to get back on my feet. And when I get back on my feet, just got to give me one shot to do it. Just got to give me a little money in my pocket. Because when I get a little money in my pocket, I ain't going to back down. Because this is teaching me a lesson about how to overcome. Be blessed. Take it easy. Take good care of yourself. Continue to find your peace. And we'll see you on the next run. Just to have you right